By the way, did y'all see the um the Monster Hunter thing that's happening in China? What? No. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Just quick. I guess this is our opener. Um, <laughs> but um. Uh, there is in in the Monster Hunter movie opened in China yesterday, uh, like early before anywhere else, and it um, has in it uh, like an American guy says a, uh, a he references a very racist joke about Chinese people and what yeah oh boy. but it's like it, he like he references like a, a sing songy rhyme thing you can look it up but it's like extremely deeply offensive to Chinese people they they actually it's so offensive they took the movie out of theaters. Less I than like a day. the perception is usually that these big blockbusters are pandering to the Chinese audience because they're such a massive market. Um, yeah. So what the hell happened here? <laughs> it's interesting because like you think they, they would have yeah. maybe you know thought that one through before opening it in China. So did they yeah, not know? Did they not realize? Are they that insensitive? They're like, this is about Asian people in general, not just Chinese people. It's <laughs> it's actually gr- it's it's grown, uh, and so there's a gigantic movement here to get the movie banned from China. Obviously, it's already gone, and then also. Uh, Monster Hunter World has been a review bomb to on hell. Steam. I oh see yeah, that article come up. Yeah, um, oh let's just boy. look at this. Uh, yeah, we've had uh, several thousand negative reviews come in in the last 12 hours. So. This has like Steam be- updated their policy? No, where- you can you can still review bomb, but it makes a note that it's being review bombed. So, like, I, I, it's <laughs> telling me that, yeah. I mean, like, which is, I guess, the best thing to do, considering, like, you can't just discount any reviews that might come in in that time. This is going to be quite um, possibly the most glorious movie video game adaptation flop of all time. Then, oh if it's, yeah, if it's even impacting the game, not just the film. That's something else. It's incredible. Um, I am hoping that this stops uh, Paul W. Anderson from making any more movies. <laughs> true, true. Please, Wait, um, I'm trying. I'm trying to find the like what it... here. It's like a yeah. You you can you can find it if you Google it. Um. Yeah. Anyway, welcome. Sorry, we're, we've been in here for a bit. Um. Welcome to Game Busters. This is a podcast from GameLuster.com. And if you're new here, each week we do a deep dive into a game or franchise that we love or we just want to talk about. And sometimes we talk about racist video game movie adaptations. Uh, so now everything's horrible and serious. We're just here to chill. I am Monster here. Hunter game busted themselves. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even need to do an episode on them. Sorted. We got um, out of the way in the first four minutes. Great. Nice. Um. Yeah, so I'm Nirav, and I'm your host, and I'm joined as always by our uh, my lovely co-host, Ree. Hi, hi. Hey, and our special guest today is Elizabeth from Game Luster. Hello. Welcome. So let's jump right in to the Hall of Fame Luster. Um, sorry, I that did remind me of, a, of an Onion article I saw, which was <laughs> like, let's just get right into it, says YouTuber eight minutes into video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's us every week at this point. It's, it's yeah. our brand. Jeez. All right. So, uh, our Hall of Fame luster today, uh, come with me to the moon. Uh, we are uh, trying to find the most useless Square Enix party member. Are um, we going to leave them on the moon? Everybody is left on the moon, yeah. Like, last week, the horses unionized into a single mass that wants, oh, you know, fair treatment that. That in the workplace. Nasty. It was disgusting, quite frankly. It was some Cronenberg shit. Um, but <laughs> they are, there's a lot of... Look, we need, we're, honestly, at this point, we're going to need the whole moon, basically, to, who do we contact about buying the moon? Who owns the moon? Probably is Elon the moon Musk at this not, point. Is the Sorry? moon, is the moon not haunted by the horse mass right now? Like, we the horses still are it? still, 
<laughs> yeah, no, like we we're working with them. They've like I said, they've unionized and they've demanded some things like equal pay and stuff like that. But um, we can't we're working with that them. Right now. Equal um, oxygen. <laughs> equal oxygen. I'm. I'm trying to figure out, like, if the whole moon itself, we like, maybe we don't need the building of the Hall of Fame luster. Maybe the moon could just be the hall. And, like, yeah. that that way we won't have to worry about fitting all these people in, you know, because it's, it's growing rapidly. Look, well, um, you know, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, whoever owns it, like, <laughs> One of those two up. guys definitely owns the moon. Definitely. Um, so hit us up. We'll just rent a little bit of space. Um, I mean, J- Jeff Bezos is very good at dealing with unionizing workers, so we could send him yeah. to the horses out as well. Um, hey, I keep I'm... getting emails from Groupon saying that you can buy an acre of land on Mars. They might have something to do with that, with the moon, too. Who knows? You think Ooh. Groupon might own the moon? This is a big-ass conspiracy here. Um, I'm, if I dig, I, I, I swear to God, if I, like, dig and I find that Groupon is owned by an Amazon holding company, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> the fact that's um, probably true. Okay, so, anyway, we're at the moon. Oh, I've spilled, I spilled coffee all over my legs. Okay. Oh, um, stop. <laughs> Alright. Nope, we're gonna bear through it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, we're gonna find the most useless Square Enix party members. So, Elizabeth, why don't you kick us off? What have you brought with you? I've brought Airy from Bravely Default. Okay, uh, let me look up a picture real quickly, because that was a long time ago for me. Yeah, I've yep. never actually played the game, so can you just tell me about this character a little bit? Airy is this little fairy who oh, is, like, her. your okay. companion, and all she does for the first chunk of the game is be like, you know, hey, we need to go awaken this crystal, which is the whole point of your quest. Yeah, obviously like, there are crystals. Cool, yeah. we're doing that already you don't have to remind us uh, is, it, is it sort of a navi vibe yes it's sort of a navi vibe but then but then things take a turn which i won't spoil for you because bravely default is a very good game and you should play it um There's more the, to just, she's not just, quickly, just a navi yeah i feel like i i i was a little interested and then like i don't know the art for bravely default 2 makes me want to never play it <laughs> like i haven't played the, the second one yet well, it's it's coming out in February, but just like how the character models look, like it oh, looks like a terrible game. I was thinking of Bravely, Bravely Second. Oh, no, Bravely Second is different, yeah. Bravely Second is out. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, I, I played the first one of like pretty much right when it came out, I think, on the 3DS. And I, I enjoyed it moderately. I don't think I finished it, but... My sister really liked it, so I played it. I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, Ree, what have you brought? Um. Okay, let's see if anyone knows who this is. Uh, in Final Fantasy X-2... Um, I didn't actually complete the game or get very far in it, so I'm not going to know a whole lot about this character, but there's a companion called uh, Brother, and his whole deal is that he is the brother of the character of Riku, um, who's also in Final Fantasy X, and the cousin of Yuna, who's Mm -hmm. the main protagonist of X-2. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big fan of Ten Two, but it's only, like, saving grace is that it's just this game full of e-girl energy. Like, the game literally opens on this, like, fucking K-pop, like, um, performance from Yuna. Um, and just to, and then, like, in the first bit of the game, they also introduce this character, Brother, who, like, and they're like, hey, you can switch out the characters and have him instead. But it's like, 
there's no point to him. He's so uninteresting. All he does is hit on Yuna, which is really creepy because that's his cousin. He doesn't bring anything, you know, like you've got the main girls. You've got Yuna, you've got Riku, you've got Pain. Um, and they just they just have this e-girl energy that I don't want to disrupt. So that's why he's the most useless. Although I didn't really get that far in it. So maybe he gets more interesting later. But uh, From the wiki, brother is lively and wild with a taste for action. He loves Yuna being somewhat obsessive about her. Yeah, oh, his, his cousin! When, when I googled yeah. him, I got brother, boss, Final Fantasy wiki. <laughs> Being a southerner, I'm actually pretty excited to find out that Final Fantasy <laughs> 2 takes place in Alabama. <laughs> that was a bold direction for the series. Is there a massive oh. K-pop scene in Alabama? I didn't know that. That's amazing. Honestly, there probably is, considering how, how big they are on Twitter, from what I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, the one I've brought I- with me is uh, this is a controversial pick, and I hope uh, I can I can defend myself here. The Luminary from Dragon Quest Eleven, the main character, the the the, ma- oh. the main guy, the main guy, because oh. he sucks. He has no personality. He barely ever like talks or does or says anything. He never has any motivations or goals or feelings, and he just kind of is like, uh, whenever someone else in the party says they should do something. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the same way about Link? Because it sounds like well, you just Link is not a party. Link. Me- Link is not a party member. True. Link, Link- There's li- it's just Link. And oh, I mean, Link is Link is yeah, Link is that way, and that's why he has a companion with him each time to have personality, like you know, Tattle or Fire. But or isn't that it is. why? Do you have party members in Dragon Quest Eleven? Like, excuse me, I haven't played Dragon Quest, but I, I guess so. But I, I feel like in a but like, see, that's the thing. I think he is the useless member of the party. I I I think that still counts. Like, okay, that still does and, count. And you know what? Honestly, that's now that I'm thinking about but you can't it, this call is him useless because he's a silent protagonist. That would no, be that's like not that's not why. I, I was just saying like. He's he's also mostly like not very uh, definitely in the first half of the game he is not powerful he is very much the worst character in the party until like the late game and like I feel like that but I, I feel like it's yeah the they same had for, to like, give you a reason to keep him in the party <laughs> yeah exactly the fact the reason is that you can't take him out physically ah <laughs> uh, uh, yeah okay and, that's the reason good reason yeah I mean like yeah that's I don't know I, I I just like he's he's just so I don't know he's just so boring and like he adds nothing to the to the to the personality to the whole unit of the party, I think. Um, okay, so uh, let's get to voting. I think that um, again, remember Axel's law: uh, you can't <laughs> vote for yourself twice, but you have two votes to distribute. It's Axel's law. That's what we're calling it now. I well, that. yeah, it's be- well because he just without warning just voted for himself twice and he won. One time, so. <laughs> I'm surprised it took that long for someone to do that. Yeah, oh it's God, crazy. Um, all right, so uh, Elizabeth, where are your votes going? I'm gonna vote for brother and luminary. Okay. Because Ari's uh, not technically a party member, but. Oh, well, it's okay. I, I counter. I haven't I, played I... enough of Kingdom Hearts to vote for anyone from Kingdom Hearts. Caitlyn's gonna all say right. goofy. Um. Yeah, Donald was my backup. Um. Okay, Bree. Alright, I'm going to go for Aerie. Even though I haven't played the game, I just have a pet hatred for those sorts of characters that follow you around, sure. like, saying useless shit. Um, and also going to vote for Brother. Okay. Um, Alright, I was going to give one for... Um... Now, hold on now. <laughs> you going to make it a tie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, wait, are you gonna make it a three? No, no. Just, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on because now. Imagine, imagine how on earth we would combine what? that one. Oh, man, I, I, I don't want to do it just to do it though. I want it to be organic, and what? And 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 I mean, this creature is not going to be organic. Let's get that out of the way. Um. <laughs> I mean, this, we could uh, make it work. I just thought of the name in my head. It could be like Luma Fairy. It works. What about brother? Brother, brother Luma Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> or Lumen Lumen Airy already has Airy in it. Like, it does. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna take that as a sign. I'm imagining the the, the Dragon Quest hero <laughs> with brother's hair and fairy wings. That's oh what I'm God. imagining. <laughs> Yeah, Brother Luminary, like that. Yeah, um, I like that. Welcome, um, who, I guess, like, so lots of familial stuff going on here. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if the, is this still, is this still, like, Yuna's cousin? Um, oh, at this point, what, I mean, would Yuna recognize this as her, as her cousin with fairy wings? I'm thinking, okay, this is the character brother. He has little fairy wings. They're still to scale. They're not to scale. They're the same size fairy wings. <laughs> um, and I think he's got the hair. I think we take the, the Dragon Quest hair. Okay, so he is just like a Final Fantasy X OC at this point. So he's like a punk dude with little tiny fairy wings and like... Shoulder length hair, brown hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um, least, the least punk hairstyle ever. Got it. <laughs> he's got long. He's like long flowing locks. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what this is gonna look like. Oh my god! All right. Um, I don't want to make this creature, but welcome to the Hall of Fame, Lester. All right, uh, welcome everybody to Bustums. Uh, this is our main segment. We are going to talk today about The World Ends With You, a uh, Square Enix game, uh, action, uh, sort of action RPG, yeah. And uh, yeah, we've got Elizabeth on as our, our special guest expert. Um, I have an interesting story. I have a very good story I'm going to tease right now, but I'm going to save for the end with a com- that comes with a confession at the end for the world. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, and it is about and it is about a crime I did. All right, oh so you can't just, yeah, you can't just say that. You can't. No, it's a tease. It's a tease. It's it's oh gonna boy. be the last. It's gonna be the last bit on there. Okay, so uh, let's get into it. So if anyone's not familiar with the world ends with you, and the reason we're talking about it, of course, this week is because a sequel was announced on after twelve years of radio silence. Oh my um, god, I'm so excited. Yeah. So yeah, let, let's. Let's get into the history a little bit, and then at some point, Elizabeth, I'll, I'll run to you and ask if you can like kind of walk us through the story and the story beats a little. Um, oh yeah, it's so, been a while, but I think I can do it. So yeah, so this uh, the world ends with you was developed by the same team that did the Kingdom Hearts series, and uh, this was actually the team that was doing Chain of Memories, and they were coming right off of it, and were like, uh, I really enjoyed doing this with the cards and stuff like that, and with this art style. But they wanted to make something that wasn't Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy. It wasn't tied to that franchise. And so, you know, that that was the idea, basically, was born from that. Um, now, this was made by one of Square Enix's in-house teams, and it was supported by Jupiter, who is the people who do Pycross. So, good <laughs> on you. Um, That's a combo. Yeah, I, I, well, they apparently were like... they. It's weird. I, I don't know. Like they had su- okay. I, I have to say, like um, the director of this game, Tatsuya Kondo, had such a hard on for the Nintendo DS. He thought it was the most brilliant piece of hardware ever created, 
he literally the second he saw it at E3, like he was like, I'm making a game that can only be played on the DS. I don't want ever. I don't want ever make games for anything else ever again. <laughs> As and anyone should. The looks at Wii Wii being ported to the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, Nintendo had announced the DS at this point, but it wasn't out in the market yet. But it was their idea, this this team, to make a game exclusively for that handheld. So they actually started with, like, this has to be a DS exclusive. Every mechanic about this has to be, like, use the DS to its full potential. Um, so the creative team here uh, was Tatsuya Kondo, who had worked on Final Fantasy VII, Kingdom Hearts, and Parasite Eve. So good resume. This was his first job as a director, though. Um, and so they were... Uh, he was working with Tomohiro Hasegawa, Takashi Arakawa, and then, of course, our friend Tetsuya Nomura, back again. Uh, Nomura came in to do character creation and helped with the creative direction a little bit, but he was, you know, not the not the director of the game. Um, N- Nomura, by the way, is the guy who did all the, you know, every Square Enix game, <laughs> if anyone isn't <laughs> yeah. familiar with his resume. Uh, ve- most famous for Final Fantasy VII, I guess I would say, in, in the Kingdom Hearts series, but... And for his love of belts. <laughs> He loves those buckles, oh, man. He he does. <laughs> no matter the setting, what if, oh, everyone's what if got it, belts. Like, oh, um, Nomura-san, we've designed this villain. Mm, he doesn't have a buckle around his head, though. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I mean, let's sidetrack very quickly. But, I mean, most famously, you've got uh, Lulu in Final Fantasy X with her dress literally made of belts. You oh, know? Yes, he, went, yes, he went all yes. out on that. Bear in mind, she literally lives on a tropical island. And she's got this big dress made of black belts. Iconic. Thank you, Nimura. It's incredible. Yeah. We, thank you for this gift on this blessed day. Yeah, um, thank you for this gift. Cosplayers hate him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, uh, they first decided to make a game using the card mechanics from Chain of Memories alongside live combat. So they wanted... Their idea was to have live combat happening on the top screen by selecting cards on the bottom screen. That was the original design doc for this. Um, then after a little while at work, they thought, oh, Westerners can't handle this. They specifically <laughs> called out, they said Westerners can't look at two screens at once. Wait, so did they just think the DS was going to flop in the West in general? <laughs> just... I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know what they were thinking. Um, <laughs> they thought Nintendo would just... They were like, these, these, it, these fucking, yeah, these fucking small brain Americans can't look <laughs> at two screens at once. So... At that point, they ended up altering the cards into an in-game meter, but, like, by that time, it was too late, and they kind of had to throw just spaghetti at the wall until some sort of a combat system worked at the very last second. Um, this game, by the way, was very, very rushed. They did not have anywhere near the amount of time they wanted to make this game. They got um, a little over two years of dev time, but a lot of the lot of the creative team said they needed, like, m- several more months to finish it. Um, but... That was a uh, Square en- Square Enix was like nope get it out, uh, so um, they did alter the tutorials in the West to kind of move more slowly and introduce mechanics more slowly. Of so course. the Western game is actually the Western release is actually not quite the same game. They did a lot of stuff to clean up the UI. Uh, they wanted to like you know make the text simpler and easier to read. They used a little bit more strategic fonts and font placements and things like that. Well, that's um, what I count so- for the donkey brains. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I don't know. They they had like apparently a lot more ideas too. 
One of their one of their ideas they wanted to have was like a battle mechanic where you could scan enemies' brains like you can sort of do in the overworld, you know? But like and then use that to fight them, like their weaknesses and things like that. That would have been interesting, but most of the enemies are monsters. Yeah, like they're all frogs from my yeah, experience. Scan the brain and it's like ribbit, 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 ribbit. Um God. Uh yeah, so they, they ran again they ran out of development time, they had a lot more ideas they were not able to implement, but yeah, um, so the art director, Takeyuki Odachi, he said that they wanted to use real-world Tokyo, but uh, they, they thought it would be too boring, because everyone knows Tokyo too well, uh, you know, in Japan. So they decided to, like, basically, like, do almost a photorealistic version that they reanimated, and then give it a 2D dimensional slant to make it look, like, weird but also familiar. And the rest of the art followed that pattern. If If you haven't seen any imagery from this game, like, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about right now. I know it sounds very crazy if you haven't seen any pictures. Um, yeah, so I, actually at this point, um, yeah, I just want to say like this this game is mostly set in a, in a 2D weird warped version of Shibuya. Um, you know, fa- Persona 5. Famous yeah. for Persona. Oh, God. man. I love all the people who are like, Persona 5. Uh, that can't have... Tweet, that, we ripped that, off Persona I didn't 5. See, I didn't see a single person actually say that. I only saw people complaining about people saying that. So I don't know if it really happened or if it was one stupid guy. Oh man! It probably with the Persona fan base, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It would absolutely not surprise me. So, yeah, Elizabeth, at this point, why don't you uh, walk us through a little bit of what this game is all about? Okay, so you're dead. You're dead, <laughs> Christa. <kid. Aww. laughs> yeah, and uh, you're you are put in this game called the Reapers game, where you have to basically find a partner who is also dead. And your team has to survive missions for a week in order to get a chance to come back to life, essentially. Wait, but so something as a- dark as like dead kids having to play a game. They went from Kingdom Hearts to that. Bloody but there's well, like, like yeah, it's there's more to it. Like you, but you learn that as you play the game. Like they don't tell you all the rules. Oh, you know, okay. you start and you're like, cool, I got to, you know, you get a text every day and it's like, do this thing, like, you know, help these people or find this thing. And there's a lot of like, you can interact with the with the people who aren't dead. You can interact with like the real Shibuya by looking at people's thoughts and uh, finding like trends and patterns, which are actually called memes. <laughs> we started it, guys. We started oh, memes. Oh, my God. Um. And you can, like, help people. I know there was some quest where you, like, had to, like, find people's favorite kind of ramen or something. I re- That's what I remember vividly for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's one um, where you have to, like, tr- like, help this fashion designer for the Shibuya 109. <laughs> yeah, which is a fake store that was actually the Shibuya no. 104. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, that. Uh, I was actually going to get to that a little later, but worth mentioning, like, all of the places you see in the game are real places, and they are in their correct places and everything in, in real Shibuya, but they're all renamed something, like, nope, sort of Tower different. No, Tower Records isn't renamed, is it? That, I, I don't know about that one specifically. I, I will I will give a shout out to <laughs> Starbucks. Um, uh, uh, some people may know, I've actually been to the Starbucks, too. The Starbucks in Shibuya is, like, three stories, and it's the busiest Starbucks in the world. It was I've renamed Starbucks. Yeah, it was renamed to the Outback Cafe. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I've been to Shibuya twice, and the whole reason I wanted to go to Shibuya in the first place was because of uh, 
Twiwi. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. We went. I went. I went. I went for the here. culture. <laughs> well, I mean, we were already we were studying abroad, but me and one of my other friends were like, we have to go to Shibuya. We have to go because of the world ends with you. I that wonder if they get goal. a lot. <laughs> the amount of weeb they must put up with that. <laughs> I mean, they have to deal with the Persona Five fans too, so it's it's extra now. Oh, that's probably mm. worse, actually. I actually okay. feel worse for the people in uh in uh, San Genjaya, the real Yongenjaya, where the protagonist lives in Persona Five, because we definitely uh, went there and found the cafe that we live in, and took a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you wow. know, don't know what those people thought, but you know. By hey. the way, I, I'm pretty. There is actually an Outback Steakhouse in Shibuya. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah, I actually remember seeing it because I was Outback like, that Steakhouse. can't be right. No, there's a TGI Fridays in Ikebukuro. No, we, we almost went to it because we were so amused okay. by the thought of a TGI Fridays. This is a, TGI this Fridays is, in Japan. Here's a secret confession. Also, um, this is not the one from late. That's going to come later. But when I was in Japan, um. We, uh, my, with my friend, we were in Tokyo that weekend, and we, uh, saw, uh, and the, the Clemson-USC uh, game was happening that weekend, and so, like, we were wanting to watch it, or, no, it wasn't the Clemson, it was the, it was the, um, it was the fucking, uh, uh, finals, uh, Clemson and Alabama, um, and we wanted to watch it, but of course, like, nowhere in Japan is broadcasting, like, American football. <laughs> How um, dare they? So, yeah, right? And so, we were, like, looking around, and... Like, uh, we were, like, looking on Reddit for, like, people to suggest stuff, and somebody was like, oh, there's actually a Hooters in downtown Tokyo. <laughs> what? That oh might be God. showing it. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so we did walk in just to check, and they were not showing it, so we left. But, like, the experience of walking in, first of all, walking into a Hooters, but secondly, walking into Hooters in, in Ginza <laughs> was, was it was, like an American, wait, have you been to an American Hooters? Do we have a comparison here? Uh, I don't actually know that I've been inside one in America. I know what they're what they are and what yeah. they look like, but um, no, it was very much exactly the same. Like you know, like the, it, it was very much the exact same thing, just Japanese. <laughs> I I almost talked my parents into taking me to a Hooters when I was three because I really loved owls and I loved their logo <laughs> oh, so much. Oh, yeah. and every owls. time we drove by Hooters, I was like, I want to go to the owl restaurant. Oh, that's so can't, pure! Oh my god, can't do it. Can't do it. Um, sorry, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Man. Um, let's let's jump back to it. So, um, okay. So yeah, eventually they they selected Shibuya as the setting, even though like a lot. Apparently he, uh, who's the director's name? Sorry, um, Kondo. He faced like a lot of of pushback from Square Enix on this because they were like, oh, Western audiences are going to dislike being in Japan. Oh, so what um, is the bloody Westerners, isn't it? Like, they yeah. do realize that... Yeah, we're the problem, damn it. Damn anime it. fans exist. Like, anime fans exist who would actually sell one of their siblings to go to Tokyo. So, you know, I feel like they were worrying for the wrong reasons there. And anime fans who will play that game and then want to go to Tokyo more also exist. Like... Exactly. Because that's, that's actually what happened. <laughs> um, yeah, that is what happened, right. And, uh, okay, let's see here. Okay, 
Sorry, I'm getting lost here. I'm just, I'm think, I'm real, I'm reeling back to. Sorry, I, I just have to say that after we, after we went to the Hooters and did not find a place to go, we were trying to find a place to eat, and there was a crazily a Mexican restaurant, and I was like, oh, you don't see that a lot in Japan. I wonder what's going on in there. And so like, we went in. It was like below uh, there, and so like we went in. It was like a nice place, and. I was just like, hey, is there anything vegetarian? And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got you. And I was like, great. And what they brought me was a bowl of queso, some tortillas, and some tomatoes. <laughs> you know what? Well, I eat that. They weren't You know what? Wrong. I did eat it. They that were not good. wrong. That, that, is, like that, is in fact, that is, in fact, vegetarian. You can't fault yeah. me for that. You are right. Um, never, never, never change Japan, I guess. <laughs> Actually, please change a lot. Um, okay. So, uh, at this point, they send out uh, scouts to Shibuya, and they uh, start photographing everything. They try to get, like, all the streets, the alleys, the rooftops. And it was actually at this point that they noticed, like, whoa, look at all these teens with their cell phones. Teens love cell phones. <laughs> and oh, so, so you're telling me the reason that we that Tweeby was is how it is is because of Westerners and millennials? It's millennials, dude. Every time. Ruined I'm everything. surprised there aren't fucking participation trophies in it. Oh my god, that's why there's memes. <laughs> Jesus, sorry, I'm I'm trying to solve a tech crisis. One second, hold on, my dad's calling. Actually, we'll just put this on. Hello. Okay, I did forget it was my dad's birthday. <laughs> Are you really gonna broadcast that on a podcast? I uh, maybe uh, it, it'll add some drama. Um, there we go. It'll show that your priority is this video game. <laughs> the, yeah, Jesus, I'm a true gamer. Oh man. Um, oh god, I'm. G- you got a clip that you just said you're a gamer. Oh god. Um, um, bro, we have a gamer moment. <sighs> oh man. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So, uh, yeah, they've. Uh, so the world ends with you. And focuses on on the character of Neku Sakuraba. Um, so the devs like spend a lot of time trying to like get inside the head of these teens. Right? What are these teens all about? And they're like, we want this to be so relatable. We want everyone to love these characters and and feel like they're there. You know. I like how Neku is supposed to be relatable. He's like a fucking introvert. <laughs> like the most introverted dude ever. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, the sa- soundtrack was a huge thing, by the way. This is an amazing soundtrack, even if you oh, don't want to play yeah, the game. Oh, yeah, it's the best go, soundtrack. Go chill. Just, it's like fucking lo-fi anime beats version it's two. Vibes. It's, it's vibes. vibes. It's vibes. It's um, vibes. So this was composed by Takaharu Ishimoto. He also did The Legend of Mana and all the Kingdom Hearts games, as well as Final Fantasy Dissidia. So good hands there. Um, so he, he mixes together rock and hip hop and electronica and has like several dozen J-pop idols, uh, do vocals on it. So pretty good. Uh, cool stuff. Um, one interesting fact I found, uh, the game is actually titled, um, it's a wonderful world in Japan, which yep. is, wow. and that, well then the jump to, um, the world ends with you is interesting to me. Yeah. I don't know where they got that from. Yeah, that is an interesting translation decision. Well, they couldn't use or It's a Wonderful World. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. of yeah. the It's a Wonderful Life movie. Yeah, I think that's why. They they found it was like copyrighted in America, so they were like, okay, the Western name is just gonna be something different. And I mean I gotta say, like, I know sometimes things are lost in translation, but I think the world ends with you sounds a lot cooler than it it's does. a wonderful world. Um 
So, yeah, there's a, also some additional media. We've got a two-chapter manga made by Shiro Amano with some cell phone. They made some custom cell phone ringtones as a tie-in of for you. Of course, I forgot this was the oh, 2000s. Oh, my man, God. Man, I vaguely remember that. It's, do you remember the sort of ringtones where, like, it, at the back of gaming magazines, there'd be a whole page advertising them, and if you paid, like, I don't know, I'm guessing it was a few cents because it was a few pence over here, uh, to this, like, dodgy-ass company, you got the rights <laughs> to use, like, a, I don't know, like, a sound from Call of Duty as your fucking ringtone. Like, these were, they, they were definitely not official, but I just miss that bit of 2000s culture, you know? Brilliant. Yeah. I love it. I've also just remembered that I just had a flashback to high school when everyone had, like, ringback tones. So, like, you call somebody and then just, like, Fallout Boy starts blasting you. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Well, that was... See, kids, that's, that's what we had before Spotify, you know? The struggle. Yeah. Oh, and sending each other, like, <laughs> downloading... Sorry, I just had an idea of creating a strategic network of people to call for different songs that you wanted to listen to. <laughs> God. Oh god! Oh god! And do you, I mean like the pain of like downloading songs on your phone and then Bluetoothing them to your friends at school the next day? Who boy, you know we we struggled. You know, kids, you should you know you take your technology for granted nowadays. This is Boomercast now. Yeah, I, I, I get. Yeah, oof. Okay, let's let's stop booming. Um. So, Mobileport was released in 2014, which changed up the controls a little bit to work on the single screen. That's on iOS and Android. You can go grab that if you want. And the uh, Switch version was released in October 2018 with a totally new control system, and they added back some cut content. Um, this game has sold very badly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, everyone hated it, I remember correctly, yeah. No, nobody, no, okay, it got a great, it got great reviews. It averaged out at an 88 uh, on Metacritic, so... Uh, did really well. I saw a lot of individual reviews from magazines back then. All gave it great reviews. A lot of nines, actually. Um, so, um, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was our dumb, small Western brains, but like... Well, probably. Um, it sold... It actually sold better in the West than it did in Japan. Like, it... Apparently, it was sold... It sold so badly in Japan that Square Enix never reported the number. <laughs> Uh, oh. My guess is because the DS one was pretty hard to find, and if people wanted to play it, they'd have to buy the Switch one. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, possibly. Um, but I'm so, so they surprised sold... to hear that because I mean, I, I I've never people played love it, this fucking okay. game. Yeah, yes, I mean, like I know, I've heard of it. Loves it. But I was trying um, to find the right moment to say this, but my only experience with the World Ends of You is that when I was 11 years old, I would binge fanfiction about it. I didn't even know it was a game. Like, this is I, a fun I, window into your amazing. life. That's amazing! Are you kidding me? You didn't know it was a game? <laughs> I had no idea that the World Ends of You was a game. I literally just thought it was this like world that only existed so, on fanfiction.net. can I ask you what you knew about the World Ends With You based solely on reading fanfiction? Alright, this is going back a good 12 years, but I the only thing I can remember with any clarity was that- what's the main guy called again? Neku. Neku. And what's the dude with, like, silver hair called? The one Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> oh, the, those, yeah, okay, those, I'm gonna those assume two, that was it. Yeah. yeah, those two were heavily in love. Um, heavily in love. Um, and the only thing I can remember is that when I found out it was a game, I thought, okay, the, my impression is that 
Uh, it's just this like chill, light lifestyle game uh, where you just play as some teenagers and you sort of vibe around the city these, for a bit. Dude, these, oh these teens God. are vibing right now. They are vibing. I didn't know anything about that. I didn't even know they were dead. Like I just thought this is amazing. <laughs> this is this is such a weird like like I, I feel like I've I've just seen like you your secret it? self. How did you find the fan fictions? My friend who'd actually like played the game sent them to me on, oh on Facebook, God. and she didn't tell your me it was a game. Now tell you if, you know you know if you had ended up writing your own fan fiction about it, we could have ended up with a the world ends with you version of my immortal. Oh my god, we could have done. <laughs> you know what? There is, there is, there is a. There's a Did you write fan fiction? This there's amazing. a fairly decent chance. There is a decent chance I might have done. And you Sorry, know what? You might, you, no, no. This is this is erasure. You, you're hiding something. <laughs> there, there may or may not be a very cringy fanfiction.net account that may or may not have my version of the world interview fanfiction on where like no one's dead. Everything's fine. It's just like I don't and you know have your self insert it. character, and it's called the yes, world ends with I three. Did. I did. <laughs> wait, so, wait. Have um, you since played the game, or are you doing this no. podcast solely off of your fa- your fanfic experience? So, do you remember uh, Elizabeth? Like a few when the um like the, the the announcement was this week, and like you did an article on it, and I was editing it. That was the first time that I found out what the game was really about. <laughs> so that, my, Okay, my experience pales in comparison. I, I do have the Switch version here. You know what? No, actually now is a good time. I'm gonna reveal my dark secret. Um Ooh, can so, you can you top my one? Um it's not gonna top yours, but it, it, I think it'll flow pretty nicely. So back in, in two thousand eight uh, or so, um my friend in uh or no sorry this would have been in college so i guess this is 2011 right okay yes so um and i'm, I'm gonna put you on blast uh i know we're not friends anymore uh becca shram if you're somehow come across this podcast you're i haven't talked to you <laughs> i haven't talked oh, to you wow. in six years this is my confession um sh- uh, so she uh, my friend lent me uh, her ds copy of the world ends with you um i never put it into my ds but i lost it immediately I then yeah work right and so I never even opened it and I but it was so long it was over a year before she asked me about it and by that time I had forgotten about it and so I genuinely replied like I don't have it because I didn't think I did and then because I was like there's no way I have it and then of course like years later I did discover it like back at my mom's house in my drawer beside my bed somehow um had made its way over there and then I did lose it again. And so I don't oh, know no. where it is. <laughs> I've never, I never got to play it. I was um, about to say, if you do it did, down and I return did, I, it, then, <laughs> yes, if wait, you return it, the then you get my person, fan fiction. Am I the I, only person here who's like played the DS one? I played it so much as a kid. I, I, like, I did a criminal crime. My <laughs> The reason my sister and I bought the Switch one was because... My sister, my sister's like, I want to play it again from scratch, but she's almost a hundred percented the whole game. She's like ninety eight percent done with it. Like, gotten all the items, gotten all the scenarios, all the skills, everything. 
This is the most dramatic episode we've had yet by a long shot. This really is. Yeah, this is Do I still have my DS copy? Well, I remember what happened was we had a friend who was really into it. And we had gone out for dinner that couple days later. And there's a GameStop right next to the restaurant we went to. And Claire's like, oh, my sister's like, I want to go look for this game. And we found a copy of it. So we bought it. But we only had one copy of it. So I remember she was playing it on her, on her DS, and I was hunched over at her desk watching the tiny screen, watching her play it. This was oh, in, like, was... October. And I ended up getting my own copy for Christmas. <laughs> that so is we were the like, 2000 sibling experience right I there. I was relate. hunched over her little DS watching her play this. And we were so bad at it at first. <laughs> But now she's, like, wow. amazing at it. She's, like, almost completed the entire game. <laughs> God. Ugh. All right. She's being, right. like, the secret boss and everything. <sighs> okay. Um. So, yeah, I have the Switch version. I'm holding it in my hands right now. I- I've spent about, uh, say, like, hour and a half, two hours with it. Um. Hopefully I'll get back to it. I hate the controls, man. This is so hard to play. I hate Wait, it so much. am I the only person who's finished Twiwi? Oh, yeah, I assume so oh, here. Oh, shit! <laughs> Um, Hang on, I'm trying I, to see if I still have my DS copy of it. Okay, um, so you guys are telling me that the World Interview is not like a nice, chill coming of age story. It's about dead kids, man. It's about it's <laughs> called the re- it's called the it's called the Reapers game. I didn't know about that. I was just oh my God. how was that the part I, they left oh out of the thing? Yeah, fan- I still have it. Did I found you, my DS copy of it. Like anyone who's read slash fan fiction in the two thousands knows that plot doesn't really come into it. It is pure. Look, just I had a friend who wrote Neku Joshua slash fiction in the two thousands. So oh I my do. god! Hold on, there's a chance. This is it's a small world. I could have read oh, your, your friend's fan fiction. There's a very. I was good about to chance. say there can't have been that much of that, but of course there is. <laughs> Oh, what uh, no, I, I vividly remember my, my friends sending me Neku and Joshua fanfiction. Oh my Miss god. connections, dude. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> so I'm the only person who's like playing. I brought you on here to be an expert. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like y'all and me at least like knew <laughs> I know I know what it is I'm holding it in my hand and also I stole it and then lost it look I'm oh not dragging near I have a deep here. I have a Dude, deep emotional like connection to this game by just the way like of just not having played game, it it was like the first game I ever played that like wasn't Pokemon and I got like super into it oh man cause like my friend was, was like you should play this and we were like, oh, okay. So, you know, we bought it on a whim. And we were like, oh, shit, this is awesome. Like, we loved the art style. The art style actually influenced how I how I draw still now. Deadass. Okay. Like, yeah. I don't know what the... T- Hold on. Let me find my DeviantArt. No, actually, we can't do this. <laughs> you can plug your DeviantArt at the end. Um. I don't use it, so... <laughs> okay, I, I have to keep moving... Uh, and get us out of just the whole thing that we've been here. Um, this, is, this is collapsed. The, okay. This is the amazing. An- <laughs> the, the anime adaptation of this game was announced in June 2020. It's going to premiere April 2021, so mark your fucking calendars, You I guess. better 
watch it. Oh my god. This is the <laughs> this is the story for the first. Uh, this is roughly the story from the first game, but it is adapted to take place in 2020. I will so, stream it for y'all if I have to. Like seriously. You, no, well, you can't do that. That's that's copyright infringement for us to to stream well to stream the anime. Not on like the podcast, but like I'll set up like a <laughs> Discord call and we can watch it together. I'll make you okay. I'll sit down and make can... you watch it. Like okay. I, I don't want to because I don't it want to. It sounds like it's a threat this... now. Uh, Re- I don't wa- I think you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't I have this I have this amazing vision of what the story is in my head and I oh think it's God. really cozy and I think it's really fun and <gasps> I think we should make a game out of that. God. So this is like if you like discovered a bunch no of imagery what for I for know a about Joshua as a character. Holy oh, shit. Okay, I, I, he's he's um he was the I don't even know how to word it. He was like the the more I don't even, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. I'm trying to remember fan fiction that I read. Re- re- years this this ago. is like. This is like if you had discovered like a flash game somebody made for Homestuck and thought, "Oh, this is the whole thing." John, <laughs> you're right. I think it's worse than that. It's like if you watched a if you like read a like I don't know one chapter of a bloody fan fiction for Game of Thrones, a TV show, and thought, "That's it. I know yeah, everything about like Song of Ice and Fire." Supernatural fanfic and not watching the show. I think I did that as well. Got There's it. a bit of a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I'm learning a lot actually here. Um, oh my god! Uh, okay, I have to. I have to do this. L- please let me. the The anime is coming out in April next year. It is. It is the same story, but it has been updated to take place in 2020, so it will be altered slightly. And uh, everyone's gonna have smartphones instead of flip phones, etc. And I have a feeling the word meme is gonna be replaced because they can't use, they can't throw that around yeah, really probably, anymore. <laughs> probably not. Um, and that uh, the game, the sequel, was announced uh, last week. Neo: colon, The World Ends with You. Maybe the worst name for a sequel ever. Uh, yeah, it's not a good name. Gotta say. And so looks cool um, though. That is going. That Show is technically. Is That's all that matters. <laughs> It's technically going to... So the sequel is technically, technically, a sequel to the anime rather than the first game, even though it is the same story, because the sequel will also take place in 2020. So, like, just for continuity's sake, they're calling it a sequel to the anime. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, but it is the same story, effectively, so shouldn't make too much of a difference. Um, So, uh, yeah, the same composer is returning, which is great. Uh, It's going to be new characters in a three-dimensional world this time. No more 2D. Yeah. Um, With the same, like, the same kind of cutscene style, though, with the drawings, which I like. I like how it looks like a comic book. It looks really cool. It looks real. This game has such a unique look to it. It has such a, like, it's so slick. Yeah. Uh, Highly recommend just at least... I mean, honestly, the anime might be a good call if you're if you're not in the mood for playing this touch control game where you just slice frogs apart. Uh, if you're not in the mood for playing the game that will fucking demolish your DS's touchscreen, <laughs> it's so it's so much. Uh, um, my sister definitely scratched the shit out of her DS's touchscreen uh, playing Twiwi. Yep. So, just oh boy, so we know. All right. Like I'm that's gonna... the reason she has her old DS still is because she doesn't want to play it on her new DS because she doesn't want to break it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, oh, it's okay. Iconic. I am gonna just throw this out here. Um, 
Are there are there enough ghosts? I think they're all ghosts, sort of. They're right? all ghosts. Damn, there's enough ghosts. There's enough ghosts in this one. They're all ghosts. We couldn't oh actually. God, we couldn't add more ghosts. <laughs> I cannot believe this. What what are you what are you so scared? Oh, are you are you so surprised that neither of us entire... finished the most the like the worst selling Square Enix game in history? No, None of us I played just it. can't believe that re read fanfic for a for a thing she didn't even know was a game. <laughs> I mean, like every episode, I make myself more unqualified to be oh, editor, game master. I love it. Jesus. So, uh, everybody, this is time for games. We're going to do green light or red light. So, what I've done here, I have assembled a list of a bunch of other games from 2008 that have not had a sequel since then. And we're going to we're gonna see, are you going to green light or red light an un- just an unprompted sequel for these games, okay? Uh, and then if you, if you want to make a sequel, tell me what it might look like a little bit. So, let me pull up my list. File. I did it. Okay. Nice. Um... Okay, so here are a few games that came out in 2008. Like I said, they have not had a sequel since that time. Uh, okay, Braid. Braid. What? Um, I Braid remember is that. that, like, really deeply thematic puzzle game. Um, it's kind of like, it's like, uh, you know, like, The Witness and The Talos Principle are kind of like spiritual sequels to it. I think it should, yeah, I'm going to green light that one. I think it would do well. Yeah, it's, it's pretty market. beloved. Okay. Yeah, so it probably would do fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Spore. Do we need Spore too? Um, if it works, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I... Only so I can watch Griffin McElroy make another monster. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, green light it. It could be funny. Okay. Um, world of Goo. The world ends with Goo. <laughs> <laughs> We we right, it, but only if it's that. Uh, only if it's oh. that. Yeah, the world ends with goo. Done. All right. Uh, Sins of a Solar Empire. Ooh. I cannot remember that one. It That's sounds like a, badass. It's like a. But know. it also sounds like it could be shovelware for the Wii. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it's, it's bad like vibes from that title. It's like an RT. It's like an RTS game with spaceships and stuff. Like uh, people are probably still into that. Um, uh, it's it's know. like it's like a 4x strategy game, but it's real time. People like oh, Fire I'm Emblem. I'm not with that. Yeah, but do you say people like Fire Emblem? That's not what this Fire is. Fire Emblem's a strategy game. That's all no, I know. That's not that. Okay, this is like okay. That that's not the same. This is a this is a 4x game. So it's like you're 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 operating it on a universe level. Like you're you're controlling the whole universe for your strategy game in real time. Not feeling oh. that red light. Uh, maybe not then. No, uh, you know, gamers these days are stressed out about enough stuff. Having a whole exactly. universe that they have to be in charge of sounds so, like okay, a lot. Yeah, C- Civilization is a good example of a four X game. So, uh, like, uh, imagine uh, that, but for a, a whole kind universe. of game that my dad would play. Got it. Yeah, games for your dad. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's. Uh, how about this one? Um. Advance Wars: Days of Ruin. Oh, I recognize the title. I I oh, Advance Wars. Yeah, you don't know. Do okay, Advance. No, no. Now, Advance Wars is Fire Emblem, so you're off a little bit. <laughs> um, Advance Wars is a very beloved old franchise the, for, like, you know, real t- or not real time, sorry, turn based strategy, tactical, top down, lot, a lot like the old Fire Emblem games, pretty much exactly the same. It's a Nintendo franchise, and I think a lot of people kind of think that the reason it went away is because Nintendo wanted to consolidate their 
strategy games into one franchise, Fire Emblem. So, I don't know. But, I really like that genre of game, so I'm greenlighting it. Uh, do you guys know um, Wargroove that came out last year? No. Uh, that's War- Wargroove is a spiritual sequel to Advance Wars. Um, Ooh, okay. Good game, if you like those kinds. Okay, um, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. <laughs> oh. Isn't it getting a sequel? I don't believe if it's, it's been like, announced. Oh, if it not, is. Yeah, if it's, you get one. If it's a, a proper like banjo, yeah, like do you game. do it? But I think is this a sequel to Nuts and Bolts or is this a sequel to the older games? I would not be up for another Nuts and Bolts personally. I more did nuts, not more vibe bolts. with that. No, no nuts, no bolts. Just you know what they say: three, more, 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 but more nuts, more bolts. Um, no, I, want, I want less nuts and less bolts. Okay, great. Um, That's the time. How about <laughs> more less nuts, less bolts? Uh, how about Okami? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it seems wild that there's not an Okami 2 already, so... How fast I... Okami was yes. the other game. Okami I played right before The World Ends With You. Those both, like, heavily influenced who I am as a person. Yeah, I can see that now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Alright, how about uh, Dark Messiah of Might and Magic? I'll, I'll take a sequel, personally. That was the that was the first God. All right, that was a game made by uh, by Arcane Studios before they made Dishonored. Um, it's Dishonored is sort of a spiritual sequel to it. Um, it uses a lot of the same mechanics, but it's like a you know kind of a robust physics simulation, but in a fantasy world with a lot of kicking. I trust um, Arcane. I'll, I'll give them enough. Oh yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. I mean, they've um, made successful games, so they could probably. It you know. it basically just turned into uh it basically just turned into dishonor. Dishonored is just like a better version of the idea of this game. Well, so maybe it doesn't. Dishonored has a sequel. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Also, going on the record again, saying that uh, Arcane Studios is the best studio in the world, and the Dishonored games are the best ones. Uh, we okay. you do realize we've got to thank Todd Howard in a sec. Um, he's gonna hear that. He he dis Bethesda. It's okay. Um, he'll he'll he loves it. Um. <laughs> Okay, I've got two more for you. Uh, Pokemon Ranger. Pokemon yes. Ranger has two sequels. Oh. I did not know that. Next one. Um, <laughs> you know what? It deserves another sequel anyway. Pokemon Ranger? Yes, I know that. We, okay. we have got a Pokemon, Pokemon Ranger, Ranger also, stan. Pokemon Ranger also destroyed my DS as a child. <laughs> Are you the person who plays all the DS games nobody bought? Yes! Okay, you know what? I love Pokemon Ranger, so this is now a Pokemon Ranger Stan podcast. I love that Oh my that god, Ray, oh, can wow. we do a Pokemon Ranger podcast? Oh my god, yes. You want to <laughs> do a, you want to do a whole different podcast singularly talking about Pokemon <laughs> I Ranger? I still haven't played Guardian Signs, but I have it sitting right in no, front of me. No, no, revive. I've literally Oh, you know what? One. I was I okay, the I know, okay. Second ones. I actually just realized that I was mixing Pokemon Ranger up with Pokemon Conquest in my head, and that's why I thought it didn't oh. have a sequel. Pokemon Ranger Conquest. is a different there's one. There's a sequel, too. Guess who also played Pokemon Conquest, fuckos? Oh Jesus. God. Why, they made a sequel to Pokemon Conquest? No, but it deserves one. It was really good. Okay, okay. It was like Pokemon Fire Emblem. What more do you want? Um. Yeah, okay. So this uh, this is our last game, and I know you're going to want a sequel to this. I want to tell you, I want you to tell me what it's going to look like, okay? Okay. Okay. Club Penguin. <gasps> what does Club Penguin 2 look like? Club Penguin 2 is going to have stuffed animals. It's going to be like Webkins. They're going to try to make a physical aspect for it. And you can buy like clothes. Oh, you, there, there's penguins. like stuffed animal tie-ins in yes, real life. Yes. And you have to, it's like Webkins, you have to buy the like code. 
So I remember in primary school, so I was like, this is like age six to ten. I it, There was a divide between people who played RuneScape and people that played Club Penguin. Secretly, everyone played both, but openly you could only admit to one. Um, and everyone <laughs> used to bully the Club Penguin lot. Um, because saying like, oh, you can't, you know, it's not a real game, you know, it's not like a big so, grown up Reed, game. So, can I ask just real quick now, which camp were you in? Which one did um, you openly I, admit to playing? I was an absolute traitor and would go between both. Um, Got it. No one really noticed. I'd be like Club Penguin one week, RuneScape the next week. Um, anyway. You know what? I respect the hell out of you. <laughs> I think that, unfortunately, I missed the, um... I think I'm a few years older than you, and I think I missed the Club Penguin times. I missed. I played Neopets. That was my big. I played Neopets as a we, kid. I don't. Oh think yeah, I was. Had, I was I think too we young missed for Neopets. Neopets too. So I, I did Neopets. I did Webkins for a little bit. I did Pokemon GPX Plus, and now I do Flight Rising. What are what are the things you said just now? Those are all virtual pet sites. So Neopets is a virtual pet site. I know Neopets. Yeah, Webkins <laughs> is a virtual pet site where you buy the stuffed animals. I still have a couple of Webkins. I'm, yeah. Uh, there was a period of time during the pandemic in March where I thought about buying. There's a pink fox Webkins. I thought about buying it and making another account. Um, because the pandemic does things to you. Uh, mm-hmm. GPX Plus is like Pokemon virtual pet site. You get, like, hatch Pokemon eggs, and Flight Rising is dragons. It's a dragon virtual pet site. It's a dr- science-based dragon MMO. It's not an MMO. Uh, it's like Sorry, you... that, that was a... Sorry, never mind. That was a, that was a reference for any, like, old, old-school Redditors who are out there listening. You know what I'm talking about. There is a... Sorry, I do have... I don't want to interrupt you. I'm sorry, but there there is a thing... <laughs> oh, no, I I'm want interrupting you. To, you. <laughs> I, w- I want you to know about, like... You know, you know, there's, like, things that are, like, part of Reddit history. It's, like, such historical posts. Um, one of them was like, oh God, maybe, maybe it was 2008 even. It was so long ago, but, um, there was a, uh, it was a girl was on there and she had like this design doc for, and she's like, I am going to on my own code this science-based dragon MMO and make the whole thing without like, without any video game experience. But like a lot of people were like looking through the, listen, no, listen to me (laughs) that I will tell you exactly what it means in a moment. Um, so, like, people were, like, going through the dock and, like, saying, like, hey, this makes no sense. Or, like, what are you doing here? Or, like, what does this even mean? And if you read through it, it very slowly becomes apparent that it is, like, a sex MMO for dragons. Oh, God. <laughs> no, that's not this. This is, like, you have your pixel dragons and you want them to look pretty. So you go and look for ones that you think would look pretty. And you, it's like Neopets, you can, like, paint them. You can find sure. different, they have, they all have, like, intrinsic colors, but you can get different, like, genes for them. Sure, sure. And I have 253 pixel dragons at this time of speaking. Um, Sorry? That's, that's, yeah, I have 250. Uh, I have huh. 50 more spaces that I can put more pixel dragons in. That was the thing about Neopets. Neopets limited you to four. Four isn't enough. <laughs> about 250. <laughs> Wow. Um. All right. So I, dude, I'm a loser. <laughs> I know, no, that's not what I was gonna say. Just like you're, you're the only true gamer here. Dragon pet site. Since I was a freshman in college, my account is like six years old. <laughs> oh man. 
God. I had a weird, like, I had to do some weird shit as a kid. No, it's it's good. I mean, like... Also, I'm, like, I'm, going through my DS games, you were like, well, are you the kid who played all the DS games that no one ever bought? Guess who just found their copy of Pokemon Trozy? You know, that other Pokemon <laughs> puzzle game that no one played! I completely forgot. Did you have Pokemon Dash, whatever it was called? Pokemon Dash Ooh, was the I game that I Dash. bought the DS for. Nice. No joke. Knew I could count on you. Knew I could count on you for that. <laughs> no. We should just we we have a whole episode. Controls. We should have a whole episode on just the DS games no one else played. On forgotten Pokemon DS games. <laughs> I yeah, um. Absolutely. Yeah, I okay. found all three Pokemon Rangers, Pokemon Conquest, and Pokemon Troze in my DS case. <laughs> all right, I've lost control of the podcast. <laughs> Alright, back oh, on track. Um, so we never had a track, man. That my idea for Club Penguin 2. Uh, oh, we're still was, doing that? Okay. Yeah, we're going back to that quickly because I am. I want my piece to be said about this. We're going to add the wilderness from RuneScape. So there's the bit where you go to and you can, attack, you can attack other players Club and take Penguin their loot. And, and, but you can also take their puffles and like some of the stuff in their igloos. So um, what you're saying is them. you want a combination of RuneScape and Club Penguin. Absolutely. Honestly, absolutely. I think the I way that play it. I, I want I think that there should be what we need to do to differentiate this from the first game. The first one was famous for like, you know, banning you every time you said a swear word. I think this one should level you up every time you do. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah. yes. Let's see what it's community for the, it's it cultivates. For the people who grew up playing Club Penguin who are now jaded millennials. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey man, they're like, hey man, this and penguin fucks. Definitely <laughs> just a way like, you can scam people. Because wasn't that a huge thing in RuneScape? That was. Yeah, I oh think my so. god, yes. My it roommate was a in, thing. in high school told me that she had a scam ring in RuneScape when she was a kid. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh god. By the way, those that money, that money is like worth money. Like my my uh, one of my good friends, his a brother. Um, had a RuneScape account from like when he was young that had like a ton of money on it. He sold it for six thousand real U.S. dollars. Oh my god! Like, oh my okay, god! On the, the Dragon website that I am on, there are definitely people who buy dragons for like thousands of real U.S. dollars. That is this the thing dragon, that this dragon, th- this fucking underground dragon trading website. And it's yes, just I'm like under sure all of our noses. Underground and trade involved for it. Do the police know? I don't know. <laughs> But it's, I mean, it's like the Animal Crossing villager exchange thing when everyone oh, like wanted everyone Raymond. Trying to you know? Oh, yeah, I, you're right. I feel like those people weren't paying their taxes, you know, the Raymond farmers. So I think the IRS should look Raymond farmers and, and look, the Venn diagram of Raymond farmers and tax evaders <laughs> is, is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I farmed Raymond, but I don't pay taxes. Like, I, don't, oh. my, I work part time. I don't pay taxes. If I... Okay, but but I feel like you were probably grinding those Raymonds full time, so I feel like you probably <laughs> uh, no, should have paid taxes I got on that. For myself, because I really wanted him. Oh, so you weren't selling him? Oh, on. so you weren't okay. selling him? No, okay, that's not. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, then at you're least not, that's you're what you're part of that. Selling him, I worked my butt off to get him from my town. And he's there forever now. At least that's what you're going to say on the podcast with the IRS. Listening. No, no, no. I'm going to keep Raymond. He's my favorite Animal Crossing character. So. <laughs> All right, you hear that, IRS? Get off my back. <laughs> Okay, let's You know close if you out. sell out the Raymond farmers to the IRS, they Jeez. forgive your taxes. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> Ravens are the most powerful currency in the U.S. <laughs> You know what? From now on, I'm not gonna be. You know, <laughs> I my, hear they have... I'm gonna be measuring the worth of everything in Raymond. I hear they the have PS5, fucking PS5. That's half a Raymond. That's I feel they. I heard they have fucking server farms where they have GPUs just cranking out Raymonds. <laughs> Wait, no, but they're that's actually, why they're so expensive. They're actually, Animal Crossing hackers who are giving people Raymond to to kill the market. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, let's close Can out. We escape with, this hell um, now, please. Yeah, let's leave this place. Um, so uh, my my question here was very inflammatory. How can we make Square Enix's other RPGs hip with the teens of today? Oh. I think memes. <laughs> memes are the answer. Just memes. Can we had memes. So, Elizabeth, I, I open up Final Fantasy 16 for the first time. I'm loading into the first cutscene. What do you want me to see in there? I think the problem oh, is, though... I want you like, to see a deep-fried <laughs> image. <laughs> the loading screen <laughs> is, a, is a picture it's just of like a jo- It's like a deep-fried chocobo. <laughs> it's like, it is a Wednesday, more my more dudes. deep-fried. <laughs> But, like, in a podcast where we have just spent, like, half a fucking hour talking about Neopets and RuneScape Club Penguin, we are in no position to say what the kids of today want. We are old. The kids, listen, this is the things I know about the kids. They love the TikTok, they love Snapchatting about TikTok, and they love Instagramming about Snapchats or TikToks. Final Fantasy 15, it's, or 16, excuse me, it's going to be the main characters in... A like K-pop style band like Final Fantasy X too, uh-huh. but they're doing it on TikTok. They're doing their little dances and it's TikTok. <laughs> yeah. You oh see yeah, the, and you see the that TikTok it has to be a major plot point though in the first cutscene. Yeah. No, I want I want it to be like oh my god, this TikTok video has gone viral. Like we have to do something about it because this they're, they're going to be People too famous. People are finding out where we live. <laughs> oh, they're getting doxxed? <laughs> they're getting doxxed. <laughs> that, that's the villain. The villain is, like, doxxing people. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh villain is, the villain is trying to swat them. <laughs> or or they're Ooh. super into, like, the makeup scene, and they're, like, YouTubers. Oh, no. Like, beauty YouTube <laughs> That's drama. what people are into as well, Oh my right? god, Like, you, James you know, Charles and shit. This is, like, the millionth time I brought up Final Fantasy X, but you remember Seymour? Like, Nirav, you remember when we did that uh, YouTube video yes. on Final Fantasy X, and there's Seymour, the guy who's, like, totally not the bad guy, but, like, looks exactly like the bad guy. He looks like he could be a YouTube, um, like, a beauty YouTuber. Who oh would my god! A lot of drama. Like he cancels Tidus, and that's <laughs> the start of it. So does Joshua from The World Ends with You. Yes, yeah, look, I'm looking at the cover of my game box. I, I I see him there. Um, he looks he looks like a he looks a little sultry. Yeah, that's kind of how he is. <laughs> like even in the game, that's why people ship him. Well, no, because people ship anything. But like people ship anyone that <laughs> any guys that look at each other. But he has like very like flirtatious attitude to everything. Okay. Um. So more memes, more teens, more TikTok, more, TikTok, more doxing, <laughs> more doxing, <laughs> more cancellations, <laughs> um. oh, and more makeup. Great. <laughs> uh, I want to. I want to thank Todd Howard for 
It just, not doxing and, us. Not do- I want to thank Todd <laughs> Howard for not doxing our podcast after we put him on blast every week for 21 straight weeks in a row. <laughs> oh, God. We have a thing hanging up in the Game Luster office. It's, it has been zero days since we last talked about Todd Howard. <laughs> It has been, it is, it, it, it's weird because it just says it has been th- zero days since our last Howard, and there's no further, like, <laughs> clarification about what that means. And it's like one of those signs where it's like, it has been zero days since our last raptor attack, and it has a little picture of Todd Howard under it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, one of those. Um, okay, great. Uh, so if you want more of this content, please come to GameLuster.com. This, this is the only place possible. This is the, yeah, there is, I guarantee you there's no... There is nowhere else on earth you will find this content. I guarantee you, you can listen to every podcast on whatever platform you're watching this on, and you will not find someone else who only found out about the world interview through fan fictions 11 years ago. So that's our USP. That's our unique selling point. I'm going to check my... Hold on. I'm just going to check my DS games again and just make sure it hasn't wandered into here. He's determined to find this. You've got to return it, I and feel then so you get to bad. see my fan like, fiction. I okay. Let's. Find I'm sorry. Her on Facebook and email her and be like, "Hey, I know it's been like five years, but I have your yeah. copy of the Royals with you." I'm gonna run. <laughs> I'm gonna run really quickly through my collection of DS games. It's not a lot. Um, I have Pokemon Moon. Okay, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky. Great. Link Between Worlds. Majora's Mask. Uh, Mario 64 DS, and then a, a little more fun. We have the Spider-Man 2 movie tie-in game for the DS. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I have nice. a whole separate case for my 3DS games and my DS games, so it's buck wild hearing you include Pokemon Moon for this. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I only have I seven. Here's the last my one. DS DS games. Here's the last one. It's Star Wars Episode Three by Ubisoft for the DS. Oh, oh well, what a combination what? and a half. I can say that yeah. Uh, my sister also lent me her copy of Nine Nine Nine, so I have been playing DS games that uh, only I have played. <laughs> I am in the Good weird DS game. Great. Niche. Um, okay, so, um, we have, um, I think we've all solidified in one way or another, like, our, our position as gamers today. Um. <laughs> yeah, I if still you, play that's a, fucking virtual pet sites for children. Re only knows about video games through fanfic. And, and I am a liar. <laughs> I am a thief have, who has lied. <laughs> yeah, you have a, you are a thief who has lied. Um, also, by the way, this is why I, literally since then, I've never borrowed another game from somebody, because I was like, this will happen again. I've My never borrowed a game from anybody. My sister still has a copy of, uh, one of the Zelda DS games that she borrowed from her ex that she's never given back to him. Good. <laughs> K- keep it. <laughs> to be fair, this was the same ex that bought her Xenoblade for the 3DS as a birthday present, then they broke up two weeks later, and he tried to get her to buy it from him. Oh my god. That's not- to, Buddy, to, that is to, not the move. To add the, uh, the, to the top, the icing on the cake, I was in Japan at the time and he was asking me to buy him Amiibos. <laughs> sorry, like, under, oh, sorry, like, under underground first edition Amiibos only available in Japan? What are you talking about? It was the Fire Emblem Amiibos that had just released in Japan and they were only available for the, in there for a while. It was Lucina and Robin. Right when oh, the, the coveted Lucina, of course. Wait, so he was he was willing to like make. <clears throat> he was messaging me, asking, ex- asking me to buy him amiibos, and I'm like, dude, you broke it with my sister like a week ago. <laughs> yeah, I've, like if anything, you should be buying me amiibos. Room. He was like, you know I'll what? send you money, and I was like, I don't think I want to do this. 
like I'm just saying, you know, we're talking about cancelling. Uh, we're officially, as a podcast, cancelling your sister's ex. He's cancelled. Um, yeah, what's yikes. his name? We'll put him on blast too. <laughs> Doctor. I'll put him on blast. <laughs> okay, great. I, d- I didn't know if we were actually going to dox him. All right. Oh, I mean, people can. I don't know how many there are, so. Uh, probably more than one. All right. Yeah. So you can find us at youtube.com slash game luster. I don't know why you would. Like this. <laughs> but, uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at game busters pod on Twitter. We have our own cool Twitter account with lots of cool content. Uh, like this and giveaways we do giveaways and um yeah please one thing that i would like to again ask if you like if if you for some reason made it to the end here and you liked what you heard then please head to apple Podcasts or google Podcasts or wherever you get your stuff and you know leave us a nice review i think that helps us a lot and uh, helps us get a little more visibility on the store the more reviews we get so um Let's do some plugs, I guess. Elizabeth, you want to plug your defunct DeviantArt account? No, I'm not going to plug my defunct DeviantArt account. I will plug my Twitter, which is Punsona, which with a zero instead of an O. And I will plug my Flight Rising, since we were talking about it. I'm Nilo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, it, Jesus. If you want some good, not but not too good dragons, <laughs> come on by. <laughs> no, yeah, I have some average dragons. Um, they're pretty to the, me. They're, they're good. I th- I'm, well, I was thinking maybe the good ones aren't for sale. The like, good ones are thousands of real life dollars that I don't have. So yes. <laughs> um. All right, uh, Reed. Do you have anything to plug? I'm gonna bring it back down to earth a bit. Um. Okay. So we're announcing the lusty's results uh, next week, I believe. That should be done fairly soon. So uh, we've got the preparation of the game awards, as you can tell. Um, what else? Oh yeah, we're going to be pumping out some like end of year articles soon. I'm hoping to get one where we all sort of talk about the games that got us through 2020. Um, so not necessarily not not necessarily ones released this year, but some ones we discovered this year. Maybe that. Re, are you gonna are you gonna plug your uh, your fan fiction, your TV fan fiction? Oh my god! What was I your username? You know what? Could, no, so could you, know, you tell I, me what your like, could you tell me your username? I'm, I don't know. I was this. This is eleven years ago. I was a different person. Re, I was able to find my DeviantArt account f- from ten years ago. So, so you know what? If I find it, I'll plug it next episode. I'm gonna take this gonna time look. to. Oh uh, my god! Yes. I'm gonna take this. T- I don't actually know what my. See, the problem is I don't know what my name, my username was. But I will plug that if you can find it. I did write a considerable amount of, of Harry Potter fan fiction <laughs> from about the same time Ooh. period. Um. And uh, I'll, it was uh, it was pretty much all like you know future stuff like with with their kids and everything you know the the new the new stuff. Um, so if anyone was wants it some better than Cursed Child, in your it, <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the bar was really low there, but <laughs> yeah, the bar was low. But mine mine didn't have the trolley which turned into a spider creature. So then Pro- maybe it's good. not as good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, uh, okay, uh, geez, uh, plugging, just, like, you can follow me on Twitter, at Gondizi, um, also, and, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff, you can, I'm sure you'll find it. <laughs> God, I can't even, like, think, and I'm, I'm just very stressed out now, because I, I did forget my dad's birthday, and we've been doing this. <laughs> um, I, I love being here, because on? every time I'm here, I derail everything. <laughs> Okay. Uh, no, Final stretch. I, Final stretch. We can do this. Come okay. On. The last. The, the last. The okay. That's the, that's the end of the plugs. It's fine. We're good. We got lots of videos. Come check them out. Final Fantasy X. 
me reacting to images and that that were assembled by re and and trying to figure out what the story is about and getting a little too much of it right for my own comfort um very <laughs> scary right yeah um, um all right so let's uh let's plug in the last word for our, our winner which i guess is all of us all of so us. uh we uh, what we need to do something where we all three at the same time say something to to get out of here um there's only there's only one way to escape um escape this podcast and we all have to three say the all three of us have to say the command word to open the gate to get us out at the same time and that's the only Please. way we're going to get out okay so i, I want to leave yeah and uh, so everybody i think everyone knows the command word um oh. and uh, we're all going to say it at the same time after 3 okay all right all right 1 2 3 bazinga oh, I'm going to hell. <laughs> you are! <laughs> you know, well, I thought about saying that as well, but I was like, no, that's too, that's, that's too cringe. I'm not going to do that. Oh, God. If two of us had said bazinga, <laughs> and I said help, oh, man. <laughs> Just like, oh. like a, a neighbor next door hears a faint, like, bazinga, help! <laughs> <laughs> a distant... <laughs> the, wor- oh, the world, wait, the world, and the world. Can you title this podcast a distant bazinga? <laughs> distant bazinga. <laughs> my, my, oh my god, my, I, I, I laughed so hard I hit my desk and my amiibo spell. <laughs> okay, we have to stop recording. Can I, can I please stop recording? <laughs> Somebody was like, oh, there's actually a Hooters in downtown Tokyo. (laughs) What?